1: Hey everybody welcome to another episode of og therapy luckily for me i brought some ogs on the podcast to help us out because i got the therapy but i had to bring the ogs as always mm-hmm. got k scott we don't have rojo with us but he'll be back he's in uh the city of angels i don't know if that's because it's holy or that's just because the name but he's in the mm. city of angels and, a and city of uh, traffic Jeez. yeah it's a city of traffic yep <laughs> and he'll be back uh, shortly so he, he's not going to be with us today but i also got jason jason how you doing man good to see you hello fellas all right all right well we got another question from a teenager now this one's pretty simple and basic but it was open-ended and vague enough that i thought you know what let's elaborate on this because i, I had a couple things i want to say in this and since everyone on this podcast i think it's a requirement to be a host or a co-host on this podcast you had to sit on the therapy couch and i'm not saying it's the therapist but you had to get some to to therapy therapy without a
0: doubt and and i love this this question actually because i feel like like you mentioned we all go through this and we've all probably thought about this at some point and so the question today is if therapy is so needed then why does it seem so scary
1: okay well, I don't know if any of you guys listening to this have ever heard this before. It's been said in different ways by different people. So this is not like, you know, a, a David Kozlowski exclusive. But um, the either. things were, the, <laughs> the way I'm going to say it's going to be my version, but, you know, um, the 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 thing about talking when we're talking about ourselves, when we're talking about our insecurities, our fears, our missed opportunities, our mistakes, maybe our sins, right? If you've done something really bad. The biggest thing about all that is that we know if those things were heard um, in, in the wrong way, if they were portrayed in the wrong way, if people um, just saw a, a small sample of our worst moments or our fears, insecurities, that may not be really attractive. That may not draw people towards you. That may not want people to be around you. So what I'm getting at is that our deepest insecurities is things we're ashamed of. We keep those really stored away in dark places. We don't want those to see the day of light because if people see them or if they get out, um, they may be ahead of us, meaning uh, it may cause people to think certain things about us just by hearing those things without them even knowing who we are. Or it may cause someone that thought they knew who we were to hear things like that about us and and that could be very scary so there's this natural like uh, firewall inside of our system that's trying to protect us from letting those things out but it's pretty odd though because the only way to heal from hurt and pain is you have to get the hurt and pain to the surface meaning you got to get it out and so to the short version of of the answer to that is like why is it so scary why is it so uncomfortable it's because it's us and it's because it's the world that could know it's people that are close to us that can know Our reputation um, uh, the way people might think or feel about us could be altered or twisted or changed based upon one piece of information and we've all done it so when our brain's like oh don't say that don't go in there and don't talk that therapist because most of our life we've been feeling like man if i air my dirty laundry if i put my deepest darkest secrets out there and people find out about that that could be game over for me and so the risk of that seems like it's too much and so most people keep a closer chest. So even when people want to go to therapy and I always laugh at this, by the way, I don't laugh at their face when, when they come see me the first time, but this is not my first time. It's not my first can of Copenhagen, not my first rodeo. So I'm sitting across someone, they're like shaking their pants. And even some people are smiling, really big smile, playing it really cool. And I'm just sitting here going, yeah, this is your life. You're scared to death. You have a lot yeah. of anxiety, a lot of fears, a lot of worries, and you're doing it anyway. So bravo to you you. i just give everyone props off the jump just the fact that you're here it's like getting to the it's like getting to the door of the gym everybody owns a gym membership pay for it every month we all got shoes we all got shoes we all got (laughs) shorts we got workout clothes but to get to the door and open the door to get in that's the hardest part it is (laughs) right Everybody talking to their friends, like, damn, maybe I need some therapy too. Maybe this could help me out. Oh, you really should. But it's like, you got that number. And a lot of people just like staring at that number. Mm-hmm. So when we put ourselves in those situations, give yourself some props, give yourself some of boys, of girls, whatever. Be like, you know what? I'm scared to death and I'm going to do it anyways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So basically <laughs> what I'm saying is if you'd be scared of that. It's, it's actually, it'd be weird if you weren't scared of that.
2: Good to be scared. Good to face the fear. I I say you know, when uh, when I first went into the therapy session that I booked for myself, and I was older. I was in a you know my thirties. Was my first real therapy session outside of when I was like a little kid having to go through some stuff as a as like a seven or eight year old. Because mm. uh, I did speech therapy and other things, which is interesting because now I'm a professional speaker. So that did work. All of but, fame when I was in my thirties, I finally went in there and here's the thing. You're just worried that your persona is going to be broken down, that, that the perfection you've been trying to let everybody believe about you is about to be had. I mean, it's taking the mask off and that's the, that's the fear. It's, it's stepping through the ego and getting to a place of healing and there's nothing more important to somebody who's willing to go into the therapy session and be like, what am I doing here? Or this is scary. I don't want this guy to think I'm a dork or this woman therapist to look at me differently. Let me tell you, as somebody who's been on the other side of the couch who's listened to a lot of people spill their guts, I can tell you I'm most proud of somebody and most impressed with somebody who can actually take that mask off and share. I mean, it's like, especially in a situation where it's even like a confessional in a faith setting where you're sitting there like the person spilling the beans of their sins and you're like, I am so impressed that you're willing to let go of that. You're willing to put that on something else, somewhere else, somebody else. And so, yeah, it it might seem scary, and it is, and it should be. But facing that fear is what will relieve the pain in order to find your happiness and joy. And I, uh, I'm, I'm grateful for those chances I've had, but yeah, you have to face that. And it's scary. It's about your ego and putting it aside. You know, let me ask you
1: a question about that. Jace, cause you know, obviously you went when you're really young, you went when you're older. Um, cause the, the young person that's asking that sounds like they're planning on going, right? Sounds like, you know, that's, it's, it's something that they want to do. Is it possible? to really want to do something and be scared to death simultaneously
2: 100 percent, no question i think the the things we want the most we're the most scared of yeah because like, it means something right and when it means something you got something to lose that's right yeah the hardest things i've ever accomplished are the scariest i mean i was just thinking about that the other day while i was riding my bike home and i was like man i need to ride my bike more and then i thought this is hard though i'm riding up a hill <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm, I'm sweating and it's sunny and I'm hurting. And I was like, I feel good about myself. You know, <laughs> the hardest things we do are the things we look back on and say, man, that was the best thing I ever did. And so yeah, that's, that's true. To I, be.
1: Sorry. I made a catch. That's true. I've never heard someone say, Oh my gosh, man, that, that 30 miles on my e-bike was the hardest 30 miles of my life.
2: <laughs>
1: it's like i really did about a half a mile you know i really 29 and a half miles on the e on the on the e-bike energy and
2: then i i put it about a half a, mile, a good strong half mile in you know in between right. switching gears dude it's <laughs> the best e-bike. when you're like my e-bike is out of battery but i still got some left i can get up this hill that's you still what got that
1: like. j bike huh i still got that jason bike. yeah <laughs>
2: your buddy yeah okay okay
1: what what are your what are your some thoughts because i know you've been to therapy so Mm -hmm. yeah you know
0: going back to what jason said you know it reminds me of the movie the dark knight right jason was talking about taking off your mask and he does look look like bane
1: a little bit huh jason looks like Bane. (laughs) I'm just, kidding. <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> a little bit like
0: that, <laughs> <laughs> just clawing out you know <laughs> and so uh you know when it comes to you know taking off that mask i remember a, uh about a couple months i went back and re all the batmans and for so long batman feared bats but it wasn't actually the bat that batman feared it was him going to the play well it was the bats that he feared. So he went to the play. He seen some bats on the thing. And yeah. the bats let them leaving the play early, going into the dark alley. And that's when his parents getting killed.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? So it wasn't the fact that it was the painful emotion of his parents getting killed. It was the painful emotion of the bats triggering that act of him parents having to leave and going to the dark alley and then them dying. And yeah. so he conformed into the being the bat to overcome that fear so that it can give him power and so uh, when jason was talking about taking off the mask that's all i was thinking about was just i I know it's weird and it's cliche but being batman like like conforming to what's driving that pain and and emotion because like jason said on the other side of that pain is your breakthrough and so um you know that's for early on for me it was tough because i did not want to think about all that pain that was caused before and i can only imagine once i peel this scab back it's gonna continue bleeding it's gonna be hurting it's gonna even take longer time um you know to to heal up and so for anybody that's out there it's gonna hurt it's gonna suck to go through therapy but the payoff is that much greater because even though like once that scab is pulled off, like I mentioned, like that scar that's right there, it's a scar that you came, not you went through it and you got through it. That's what I look at it and view at it as. So like therapy is scary, but it's it's a it's weird. It's a good scary. Like I love thrillers, so like it's a good scary movie, I should say.
1: <laughs> oh no, I, I I like that the the whole entire just to take the pain, the the all that, because I tell a lot of my clients I said this this experience can be i don't tell them all this but some of them I say it's gonna be rough it's gonna be a relief and then we're gonna rinse wash and repeat it's gonna be rough <laughs> there's gonna be some relief we're gonna laugh we're in joke then we're gonna say why why does it have to be this way and then we're gonna keep on going right yep. just just keep on going keep that momentum and therapy like anything else to to add to what you and uh jason said and to help this young person or anyone who's wondering um therapy like anything else it's I mean, it's consistency is king and queen, right? Like, if if you go work out once every month, okay, it's better than nothing, but you're probably really not going to get the benefits from it, you know? Right. Um. If if you do anything periodically, it's just like a hobby. You're just kind of like playing footsie with it, just pitter pattern with it, right? <laughs> but but when you really sign up and you're like, okay, every week I'm doing this, or we're like, and I'm not saying everybody, like all my clients, like when they come to therapy we're very consistent in the very beginning like a couple months we grinding out then we kind of piecemeal it to more like moments that it's really needed right but in that very mm-hmm. beginning the initial phase it's hard to continue doing something that pushes back because yeah. it really does like you'll throw you'll throw personal stuff out there and then you'll have a therapist you know, assuming they're a good therapist they'll give you some information that's like oh but that's not easy or you know that means i'm gonna have to talk to my parents i'm not happy with them or i have to apologize to someone like oh it's gonna make me look stupid yeah the, you know that's true that i mean i think that comes with what you guys have both said it's just like you got to put it out there the good the bad i mean whatever it is and that way you get to kind of piece it apart and see what file it goes into most mm-hmm. people have a lot of their thoughts feelings emotions they're just all discombobulated all over the place and if therapy can do anything it definitely helps you organize the chaos (laughs) helps Mm. you organize like like what should I start with first you know is is my biggest issue really my biggest issue or is that the issue I feel more comfortable saying is my biggest issue Mm. sometimes our biggest issues are those those little things creeping in the in the background that we don't want to go there we don't want to get down to the deep deep stuff we just want to just kind of deal with the surface stuff and that's okay that's a good start but just know you're going to be, have some rough times. You're going to have some you know, times of relief. You know, But if you embrace it like a, the Batman, like you talked about, and mm-hmm. you, you embrace the same way Jason talks about, shit, you're going to keep on doing it. If you keep on doing it, you're going to get better at anything. You keep on practicing. If you keep on practicing avoiding something, you're going to get a PhD in avoidance.
0: Mm.
1: Right? A <laughs> mm-hmm. Procrat- lot, lot, P- lot of youth run out there with PhDs in procrastination.
2: <laughs> yeah. Dude, you're dropping bombs here, bro. And, you know, I, I never thought about it as a consistency piece, but, you know, the therapy that i found has been the most helpful is when you do, you know, front load it and you go a lot and you talk and you get this thing moving. And then all of a sudden you kind of step back and you go, okay, can I, how do I piece life back together? And what am I doing? And what are my habits? And, and then you revisit, you know, it's almost like graduation and you, you've, you laugh and you have a good time with the therapist. Yeah. then it's like, okay, now here's the next level to get to the next place. Mm. And then you just start cranking through that. And yeah, I think it is that consistency returning time and time again. And I remember when I was in a, in high school, people would be like, yeah, my therapist said, and I'd be like, you go to a therapist? Like, <laughs> what, what, you know, like I, I was like, wow, how do you get to be that you would go to a therapist as a high schooler? And then I thought, man, I wish I knew that was an option. You know, like it was for me, not a judgmental, like, Oh, that person doesn't have their stuff together. It was more like, wow, they, I didn't even know that was an option. And so it's really interesting to hear somebody be like, this is what my therapist and I talked about, and this is what I'm going through. And I'm like, I wish I knew I had somebody I could talk to like that. That's really cool. You know?
1: Oh yeah. I mean, it's, I, I I hear it all the time now in high school. When you said that it made me think about it. There isn't a negative connotation for the most part that I'm seeing when teenagers are talking about like, yeah, well, I have a therapist. I'm going to see a therapist. I mean, the the barriers to entry for kids to acknowledge that and state that and claim it as a good thing are very few nowadays. Very few. In fact, a lot of times I don't know if they'll get praise for it, but the, they'll get definitely like a, hmm, okay, well, I'm paying attention. Now you're interesting. Now, yeah. now someone's like going, Oh, you you got enough problems that you need to be going to see a therapist before. It's like, what's wrong with you? Now it's like, Oh, maybe you're more interesting than I thought you were. Now. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long that's going to last. I don't know if, if, if that's going to cause my fear is that there's not enough good qualified experienced therapists to be able to facilitate everyone that's seeking therapy so my fear my fear is that you're going to get more people flooding the market wanting to get therapy not getting really good solid therapy from someone who's been well coached and trained throughout the years and has good experience and then it may turn that tide a little bit but for now it's it's definitely not a bad thing at least from what i'm hearing from people people are much more open to talk about that have you guys found that more recently in, in recent years that people uh see if you say i'm going to therapy that's that's less of like a ooh and more like a, oh interesting
2: mm-hmm.
0: I, well, yeah I'm- i totally agree i've I seen the waves like you mentioned a lot of people are saying it's like a what can i say it's Sort of like a, like I mentioned before, like a badge of honor, like, man, I go to therapy and it shows people like, man, he must care for himself if he goes to therapy, not as a, Ugh. you go to therapy. It's like, oh man, he, he likes to take care of his social health. That's, that's what
1: I look at it as. Taking it serious. Right. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. And you
2: know, I I'd have to say, I'd have to add to it for, you know, 20 plus years, I've been married now. And I remember 20 plus years ago, somebody be like, yeah, we're going through a bad, spell in our marriage we're seeing a counselor we're having you know going to marriage therapy and we'd be like oh man how bad does it have to get right that's how it felt felt two decades ago but now we have friends that they're like yeah we just went to our marriage therapist and we're like oh man they're working through it that's awesome i admire them like it's a total flip from what it was traditionally in the minds of most people it's pretty cool it is really cool of honor. that's what like you say okay scott that's right it is really cool Jay. And,
1: and I actually just yesterday we're at some like somebody's house they had a pool like family friend whatever and uh you know I'm sitting there you know not feeling all that great didn't really want to feel like talking to anyone just kind of in the shade whatever mm-hmm. then of course people oh hey what do you do for a living sometimes I don't say what I do for a living because I don't want to get into those conversations
2: oh yeah and I,
1: I say I'm in, <laughs> I'm in I'm in I'm in sales. And, the, and they go all really sales, like ah you know just <laughs> boring you know just just curriculums of like selling education products of like that and i just kind of make it leave it there but mm-hmm. yesterday for some reason i said all right um therapists marriage family therapists you know do counseling type <laughs> stuff psychology type stuff and they both were like no way like and they both looked at each other and they were kind of like in their 30s kind of like you know like a kind of a an America type couple you know Mm I mean like America you know and they both stopped and like looked at me and they looked at each other and their countenance changed, and they said I really respect that that's really cool and they looked at each other with the softness and they go we actually started going to therapy like three or four months ago man it's the best thing we've ever done and they just kind of had like a moment and pause and looked at me I was like, you know, I didn't really get that too much back in the days. So it was usually people trying to diagnose their spouse. Like, will you tell my spouse he's got this <laughs> or that, and he doesn't believe it. But don't you think that, you know, you know, just like a doctor, they see someone in the restaurant, like, hey, what's this thing on my side of my shirt, doc? Like, I got this leech over here. Is this a stigma? No, that's just a wart, sir. Okay, right, you know, just a wart.
0: Just that's a your wart. nipple.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I hear that a lot. And yesterday was just a good example of it. Just, I mean, this was a couple, you know tattooed up kind of, you know, tough around the edges. Not, you know, not saying they're unattractive people, but they just (laughs) look like, you know, tough. And as soon as I brought up that, they were like, Oh, there's like all of a sudden they had this, like, we would have never known. And then the dad, the Mm -hmm. grandfather was sitting right there, is like, yeah, nobody did that back when I was coming up. We probably should have. Yeah. We probably would probably saved us a whole lot of heartache. So to the person to answer this question, the fear is real, but there's proof in the pudding. Meaning the facts is you, you're gonna learn more about yourself, your environment, what matters to you, what doesn't matter to you. And if you can cut out all that nonsense, or at least a small portion of that nonsense early on in life, woohoo, you just dodge a whole lot of bullets right there. Mm. You don't gotta date someone to to figure out that they're crazy and you're not. You know, you mm. <laughs> you you don't you don't gotta be in a bad relationship to figure out like I can't save this person. You know, you can figure a lot of those things out on your own. Right.
0: I love what you said. Just, I know we're about to end it off. but man, I love what you said earlier about organizing the chaos. That was well put. I love that phrase, organizing the chaos. Mm.
1: Well, I mean, I it's pretty that. chaotic in our brains and mm-hmm. our lives. A lot That's of people sit there and smile and they go, okay, I'll just do whatever he tells me to do. And then they're unhappy. So, yeah, they, they have no order in their chaos.
0: Mm. I love you it.
1: Know? Well, thank you guys, as always, for being here on uh, on the podcast, listening to us and answering these questions. Thanks to my OGs on today's episode. And I uh, want you to remind them, K-Scott, where they can uh, listen to these episodes and where they can find us.
0: Yeah, so if you guys are on the Instagram, please like comment and share at og.therapy please if you feel impacted by these episodes please share it and also if you have apple podcast you go to og therapy podcast and there will list all our shows it was previously like the fight but now it's og therapy podcast you can be able to see all the episodes we post Two three times a week, so you can stay up to date to there. And please, if you do listen to it, please give us a rating. Uh, we love the the feedback on it. So write a review, like, subscribe, share whenever you get the chance.
1: Unless you hate it, then forget to give the rating. Just skip that part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, skip it. <laughs> Nobody needs that. You're good. Right. right? <laughs> For real. And uh, they can follow me if you want to follow me on Instagram. It's David underscore K O Z L O W S K I underscore Jason, how can they follow you?
2: Yeah. Uh, Instagram, Jason Hewlett, or just Jasonhewlett.com. That's H E W L E T T,
1: right? That's it. Yes, sir. All right. And uh, that's okay.
0: Yeah, for, yeah uh, for me, it's Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can find me at Scott underscore two. And that's where you'll find me at.
1: Boom, boom. All right, you guys. Well, thank you very much. And you guys know when you're struggling, got hired, things going on in life. Maybe you got some difficulty challenges with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and all those challenges got you down on your knees saying, please, baby Jesus, full-grown Jesus, Buddha, Allah, whoever you're praying to, no need to worry because you got your OGs. We're going to help you figure those things out, give you some good, solid suggestions and ideas. And until next time, be cool.